here's what. You slip me a bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. You can do that, can't you, Lloyd? You're not too busy, are you? <laughs> no, sir. I'm not busy at all. Good man. You set him up and I'll knock him back, Lloyd. One by one. Hey guys, welcome back to Dad's the Drink. Now, it's not Friday, it's Saturday. We had a lot of stuff come up, so we had to go in to Saturday to record this. We think it's going to be better because it gave us an extra day to kind of figure out what we were going to talk about. But we got a lot of things on the schedule. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about Kobe Bryant's death. We're going to talk about uh, everything around Kobe Bryant's death that may be popular, may not be popular. But we want to kind of get into what really is making this stand out in the news for so long. Uh, we're going to talk about some Star Wars leaked footage. And, you know, we're going to get into a lot of different things. We're going to get into Joe Rogan, Stephen A. Smith. But I, I want to introduce my co-host before we go any further. Now, everyone knows Chris. He's been on the show a couple times with me. Chris, you're back. Yeah. You seem yeah. like you're tired again. I think you're constantly tired, but everyone likes you on the show. And my other co-host, Jeff, you are joining us now. Now, you were a quarterback in college. Uh, you coach some college football. You are the sportsman. You know everything that's going on. So, welcome, everybody, to the show. This is our first time all getting together, so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff that's messed up about it. But I want to get into it right away. Let's talk about the Super Bowl that comes up tomorrow. Now, we got oh, the Chiefs and the 49ers. So, let's okay. put up Dallas right Cowboys now who... I don't care. <laughs> don't care. Don't care. <laughs> so, let's... So, no one cares. Okay, so let's get into it. All right, so we got the Chiefs and we got the 49ers. Jeff, I want to get your overall opinion of this because you're kind of my football guy. So you tell me what you think is going to happen, what you think we should expect, and maybe some stuff that we don't expect but will pop up in the game. Um, I do think it's an awesome matchup. Uh, I think it's two evenly matched teams. I'm disappointed my Cowboys aren't in there. Uh, it's, it's, it's breaks my heart, but, uh, but anyway, uh, personally, I'm rooting for, for Andy Reid to win the first team. You know, I'm we're rooting for Matt We're 10 years going on waiting for the Cowboys to ever get in the fucking Super Bowl, so. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's a love-hate relationship, but, uh, I, I think it's a good matchup. I think San Francisco's defense, I think offensively they can do, Whatever's necessary. I think last game, the championship game, I don't think Garoppolo even threw for 100 yards. They, uh, their fifth team, I guess the running back rushed for all sorts of records, 220 yards rushing, four touchdowns. So they can kind of do whatever it takes to win. The Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs. You know, they'll probably get behind and blow up for, you know, 30 points for halftime and, and pull something out. I, I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. I'll give you a prediction, early prediction, 31 27 Chiefs, but that's that's okay. kind of the, the, the 30,000 foot view from the game. Uh, I do think it's going to be competitive. I think Pat Mahomes is going to be the MVP as well. You know, and and let, let's talk about that. You said they're going to kind of fall behind and they'll blow up, and that's kind of what they did in this last playoff game. They kind of slipped away, and then they just kind of blew up and, and took over it. And, and I agree with you. I think Pat Mahomes probably will be – 
um, the MVP. And I think if everyone had their way, it would have been Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl, just so that the insurance commercials could go crazy. Correct, I, I, no, no I, I really think that's. It would have been Lamar Jackson and then fucking Mahomes in the fucking Super Bowl, but then they play like shit. It would have been fucking been. It would have been Baltimore Ravens and the fucking Chiefs in the Super Bowl, but no, fucking then they went out and played like shit for some goddamn (laughs) reason because the Illuminati made them play like shit. And then then now they're now you know, but it doesn't matter because Lamar Jackson is gonna get MVP of the season or the year anyway. So it would have been it would have been better to see them. Them two, two rookie quarterbacks who are both dynamic and fucking not staying in the pocket, throwing on the run, playing in the Super Bowl. It would have been a fantastic Super Bowl. But like I said, they hey, lost the Titans. Bay, not just Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes. That would have been a repeat of Super Bowl one. Green Bay and and the Chiefs. That would have been kind of neat. Yeah, you know, and, and I make the joke that... No, I want to ask that question. Who would have been neat to? Who? To me. That's all that matters. Okay, one guy. <laughs> <laughs> one guy. I know, like thousands of people. No, everyone wanted to see Lamar Jackson in the Super Bowl, but then. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, I would have just... seen that, but just from nostalgic of history, that'd have been cool. But no, I I would have much more seen Lamar Jackson and, and Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl, no doubt. Oh yeah, that would have been that would have been fantastic yeah. Super Bowl. But then I don't know, he just played like shit. It was the Titans, and no one knew. And Lamar Jackson played bad, yeah. and that, and that's the whole, yeah. And th- and that's the whole thing, you know. You have Lamar Jackson that's just on fire all year long. They get into the playoffs and and they they fall apart. They they don't do what they're supposed to do. I would have liked to seen them because they really were the dominant ones this season where they kind of yeah. came along and they were the first ones to really handle the Patriots and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I would have liked to seen that. I do like seeing that Kansas City is back in it. Um right. I, I think that I think that I think that Pat I think that Pat Mahomes is is a exceptional quarterback. No, he is totally but at the end of the day, everyone wanted to see Baltimore versus the Chiefs. I, I think that after, after all the dynamic teams that got out of, this, out of the NFL for the Super Bowl running, it would have been Baltimore Ravens versus the Chiefs because they both played very well this year. Yep. And, you know, them. actually, if, if, the, if the Ravens would have played the game they normally would have been playing, I, I think they'd have been favored in the Super Bowl. I know Lamar Jackson had a bad game that game, and Actually, he had some freakish numbers, but he turned the ball over and, you know, made some mistakes. And they would have probably been favored the style of ball they play versus – but uh, uh, I think San Francisco, don't sleep on them. I think they're a good team, and they easily could win this game. They, they kicked the crap out of the Packers. Aaron Rodgers did not look like a GOAT. He looks like a game manager now more than ever. Always love the guy. But uh, it's exciting to see the Chiefs. I, I do think they're going to win the game, but uh, – it should be a very competitive game. It, it, it can flip flop either way. I mean, I think the spread is minus one Chiefs right now, so that's pretty much even odds in, in, in the NFL. I'm, I'm going to say this, man. Let's just go ahead and just fast forward straight to Kobe Bryant, bro, because that's what's on everybody's mind well, this week. There, I know we want to talk know, football. It, I get it. We want to talk football, but at the end of the day, we got to do the, the Kobe Bryant thing. So, you well, know. And, 
and and we will, but I want to I want to get to something real quick about the Super Bowl uh, and just the NFL in general. Uh, oh, this we week go. that here they we came out and they said that there was going to be a PSA about uh, police brutality. Oh. Now, here here's the only problem I have with it. With the police brutality thing, uh, the NFL has decided they're not going to take a stance with Colin Kaepernick, and they're not going to necessarily let him do what he wants to do. They've talked to the different people, and they have uh, to the different groups and not really bowed to him. And yet they're going to show a PSA about this during the Super Bowl. In my opinion, I think that this is a one bad idea uh, by the Super Bowl and distasteful in general uh, because I don't watch the NFL. I don't watch the Super Bowl so that I can hear PSAs about what I need to know or what I need to do in life. Um, and that's where I have trouble with this is because it seems to me and in, and in videos I've watched and articles that I've read about this, a lot of people agree with this, that the NFL doesn't seem to take a stance on anything else, but they kind of want to window dress this and make themselves out to either feel better or look better in front of the public. Uh, I just want to know how you guys kind of feel about this. Bro, Go ahead, okay, Chris. So, so NFL is like 50-50 on this shit, and I'm 50-50 on this shit. First off, I don't watch football to get my political stance on anything. I watch football to watch fucking football. Motherfuckers yeah. go out, you play football. I don't want to hear your political stance on shit. But on the other half, I get what they're trying to do because they know everybody who watched football is either a minority in some stance, you know, either black, white, fucking Latino, whatever. I don't feel like I don't. With the whole Kaepernick thing, I just felt confused because at first it became Kaepernick about police brutality, but then it became him being blackballed and then it turned about him not getting a job. So I'm like, yo. Did it start out about you not getting a job, or was it about you against police brutality? And then it kind of morphed to just some other crazy shit. So at the end of the day, I think I feel like the NFL is doing too much. I feel like it's, it's like it's, 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 it's taken away from what it's, it's predominantly supposed to be about football. It's the National Football League. It's not the National Political League about police brutality, social matters, football. You know, it's about National Football League. So, I mean, I get I get where it's coming from. I agree with a lot of the shit Kaepernick was talking about. But at the same time, I don't – I personally don't give a fuck if Kaepernick plays in the NFL ever again. I don't care. Because there's, there's so many good quarterbacks out there coming up that he's played out. His, his time is gone for me. I mean, I feel like a lot of people who will get mad at me about saying that, that's cool. But at the end of the day – it is what it is. In a couple of in a couple of years, no one would remember Kaepernick because he didn't do anything that made him stand out as a quarterback other than Neil. No one gives a fuck. We got Lamar Jackson who's fucking running and throwing like that gets a whole new new deal. You got Mahomes who's in the Super Bowl as a junior quarterback. A fucking junior quarterback. So when you see this shit going on with the NFL, it's just like, yo, either shit off shit or get off the pot. We don't know what the fuck you're trying to go on about, and no one really cares anymore because you made it a, a, a system so political that people don't want to watch it anymore. 
it's not fun to watch because if you feel like you're watching it, you feel like you're taking a side and you really don't want to. You just want to watch motherfuckers hit each other and throw the ball. And that's literally all it's about. Once you get back to those roots, everyone will be good. But you keep this stance of, yo, we're going to be PC about this and we're going to do this and we're going to include this. No one cares. No one truly cares. Even the most woke motherfuckers do not care. They care about motherfucking football. So if NFL goes back to just being about football, everything's good. This political stance it's on, it needs to get off of it because it's not what it was meant to be. It was never meant to be this at all. Right. Let me let me pose a question to you though, because you say that a lot of people would get angry that you said that. And for people that aren't seeing the video version of this, they need to understand that you are a black man and oh, you are saying this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I say it right now. I say it right now. And I say and I say that us. So I'm with Kaepernick on a lot of shit. I'm on him. I'm on his side about him being blackballed. I'm on his side about the kneeling shit. It was his right to do that as a as an American citizen. It was his right to protest. I'm on his side about him being blackballed. Yes, the NFL should not have done him like that. That's why he's on that 90A NDA, and that's why he got that fucking money for that shit. What I don't give a fuck about is him still running this fucking narrative about the NFL. I don't feel like the NFL should give two fucks what happens on goes on off the field. It's about playing football. Once you take the whole uh, mindset off of football, it's no longer the NFL. Okay, it, but it, let it, me ask you a question then. So when you say that, and Jeff, I want you to get in on this too. When you say Jeff he's blackballed, just everyone's Jeff is white Jeff <laughs> is a Jeff is a white guy, and so am I. But I, here here's the question. Say that again. Say again. Black friends too. Oh, okay. that's the that's the fucking that's the fucking. Well, it's the, uh, All right. So you so here's my question. You you say that Kaepernick is uh that he's blackballed and stuff, and that that he can't play he now. Well, hold on. Well, hold on. Let me get the question out. My question to you is, is I understand what you're saying, but was he cut out of the teams because of what he said or was he uh, not necessarily brought to another team because he's not that good of a quarterback? Yes, he went to the Super Bowl, but you yourself said no one's going to remember him for what he did as a quarterback. No, no, so so my never, question never, to you never, is, never is that is it all of the outside interference that's yes. making him not get to the NFL? Or is it yep. because, and, and what I mean by all the outside it's interference is that he just keeps talking about everything. Or do you think that he is a good enough quarterback both. to be in the NFL, but no. all the outside stuff is keeping him away or he's just not good enough? I don't think he's a good quarterback to be back in the NFL. I really don't. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree with Chris there. I I think there's a lot of different factors in this. I, number one, it's not just on the NFL. Each individual team has the right to hire and fire whoever they want, whenever they want. These are contracts, right? When he put the gear on and he chose to do that on Sundays, on the field, whatever, I respect his right to do that. And he, he had some valid point. There's no doubt. Wrong form. It affected a lot of people. And I, I think the NFL is over now 
for feeling as though they mishandled it, and they're trying to make it right now after the fact because they have nothing to lose, and now they want to, to kind of bash other people to make that situation better. And all they're doing, it's a, just a circle of viciousness of putting blame on something else or this PSA. And it's not really about Ka- Kaepernick. I understand that there's politics involved, there's sponsorship, there's money. And they, I really think a lot of people are so upset over the NFL and what they did or didn't do. They're trying to make it right now. At this point, it's a moot point. It's so far past it now. It's moving forward. If you keep going backwards, there is no moving forward. And I think they just, they're, they're living. At the end of the day, is this. It's the NFL, National Football Fucking League. It has nothing to do with politics. It has nothing to do with social standards. It's about motherfuckers going out on the field and playing fucking football, okay? Right. A good amount of players are black. We all understand that. We understand a lot of those players have been through social standards that the average white person would never understand. We all get that. That's when you motherfuckers go on to national public TV or whatever and make a commercial off the NFL. You don't have to drag the NFL into this. And now that you have, it turned into a whole different animal. And now the NFL right. are doing some stupid, crazy shit that no one wants to see. No one wants right. to see this shit. Like, well, that's what okay, so uh, what do you mean by when they drag them out and they make a commercial that drags the NFL into it? Because in my opinion... The NFL feels like... No, the NFL feels like, oh, okay, for us not to lose viewers, we have to do this to bring the viewers back. Yeah, right. And th- But that's what I'm saying. So when you say but that, no that the NFL that, gets bro. dragged into it, the NFL brings itself into it. No, yes. it had no choice. No, it had no choice. After the I, I don't I don't agree with that at all. I think that they no looked at it. Fucking choice, man. They looked at it from a business perspective and said, we yes, have yes. to choose really- a side. And right. That's what I'm saying. They dragged him into it. If they would have never even done that, if the NFL would be like, you know what? This is a lose lose situation. Fuck it. Here's the problem this I have with it. If they were going to do something like this, they should have done it back then when people were taking knees. That's what they should have done then. Absolutely. No, they, I don't think they should have. I don't think they should have. No, I'm not saying they should have. But if they were going to, that's when they should have done it. No, I think if they if at the at the time when Kaepernick was doing all this shit, when he was doing like doing the knee, they probably should have just been like, yo, we as a as the NFL understand a person's uh right to fucking protest and that's what we respect and leave it at that. And then the cutscene right to the motherfucking football game. If motherfuckers wanna kneel, bet. Kneel all you want, whatever. As the NFL, we don't give a fuck. We but, care about motherfuckers playing football. That's right, it. but but here's the th- but but here's the thing. I'll take it even a step further than that. If we want to talk about that, and we want to talk about kneeling and not kneeling, and when the NFL should have taken a stance. Here's the thing. You work for that organization. We would all agree, right? Whether it be it the Cowboys, whether it be the 49ers, man. whether it be the Patriots, whatever. You work for that organization, right? Yeah. And if they yeah. tell you you can't do this, then you can't do this. There's people no, that no, there are people that, that have jobs sick. in this world. That their employers tell them you can't do this and you can't do it. But in this environment nowadays that we have, right? And the, and the NFL is the most one of the most publicized uh, jobs there is. You know, they're not like the CIA where you'll never figure out what they fucking do. You know what I mean? Oh, he just dropped something. He just dropped his beer. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like it. 
it's one of those jobs where they're always on camera. Everything they do is like a role model. It's, you ever heard that thing where it's like, hey, somebody come get their kids because I'm not a role model? The NFL yeah. can't say that. They have to be like always on television. They're always on television. They got commercials. Their their football players are doing uh, Campbell commercials. So they can't say, hey, we don't want you to do this in public. They can't say the that. The NFL because... doesn't have to say it. That Each organization it in itself – and- they can't do it, man. I'm telling you, they fucking what do you can't think, Jeff? do it. They can't it's fucking not, do that. It, it, come, it, it's, it boils down to each individual franchise and how they operate that team. The NFL is it's the over it, but it's each individual team's policies, rules, whatever. Like Jerry Jones was supposedly telling his players, y'all take a knee, you're gone. Did you see one person take a knee? Hell no. Yeah, and I and you know what? And I disagree with that. I think he should have shut shut the fuck up. His old ass should have shut the fuck up. And those, those dudes do their right as an American citizen to fucking right to protest. Let but I can take this. Stuff. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. Any other shit doesn't matter. If a motherfucker takes a knee, he doesn't take a knee. Who fucking cares? As long as you get on the field and you play the fucking game and you fucking score points, that's all we care about as consumers. As consumers, so, I agree that's that. all we so fucking care about. Here's what I did. It bothered a lot of people. Oh, I'm not going to watch this. I'm not going to do this. For me, it was like, I'm going to ignore that and watch football. And I didn't give a damn. I mean, I cared, but I was like, if they want to do that, that's fine. I just wanted to watch some good football, see that's the score. Saying, man. A lot of off. And in some stance, it bothered me. I can see every side of it. I understand. I'll never know what it's like to live some lives. I'll never know it. I can say I know it and I'm a liar, but I wanted to see football points scored, and that's all I cared about. And I, and I think we can all agree on that. Here's the thing, though, and and this is what I ask you, Chris, because you're a veteran, and yeah. and you know what, you, you know have what? to I be at to some war. point, though. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You went to war so that they could do that. I I get that. I I completely understand that. Uh, here's here's my thing. Is at any point, I guess my question to you would be: At any point, were you offended by this? Nope. Not at all. Nope. Because you know what? Because I'm not because a that's the right they've been given. That's the right as an American citizen. You have the right to fucking protest peacefully. He wasn't burning anything. He Absolutely. wasn't killing anybody. He wasn't burning anybody's property. He was taking a knee during a motherfucking football game. Okay. I get the point. I got the point. I understand why he was doing it. All right, motherfucker, play some football. That's all, all I right. to me. Now, let's go back to the original question before we get out of this topic real quick. When we say that, and 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 you said it uh, as eloquently as I know that you can say it, Chris. That, I, I that, tried it. I tried it, bro. I, I get it. <laughs> You, you take a knee and you go play some motherfucking football. I get it. But going back to that original question, I don't understand how the NFL steps in at the Super Bowl, which we would all agree that is the biggest uh, is the biggest spectacle of the NFL every year. It's going to have the most viewers. It's going to have whatever people are going to be watching the commercials, not just for the game, all that kind of stuff. They're going to have the most eyes on them at. At, at. It's the most viewed television program in the world. Okay, 
And that's what I'm saying. And at this moment is when they decided, hey, we're going to take a political stance, even though the whole season and since he started doing this, hey, we don't we don't have a stance. We we're going to let the individual teams do this. We're going to do this. I'm going to do this. Then I'm going to get killed. I'm going to get killed in your comments for saying this. And I don't give a fuck. I'm going to let it say now. I, Chris, don't give a fuck. The reason why the NFL is doing this shit is because those old grouchy white dudes up there are like, yo, we're losing motherfucking money still. Let's try to appease these motherfuckers so they get back in these fucking stands and buy our fucking tickets and buy our merchandise. So we'll play like, well, we give a fuck for five, ten minutes, and then it's going to go right back to where it was back in 2021. That's all it is. It's a fucking ploy to motherfuckers go back buying their shit. And, no and that's my point. Fuck. I think this that's is it. a publicity it's stunt. It's but a let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Chris. Uh, is a black man or a, whatever, doesn't it piss people off more? No one gets a point? No, because motherfuckers are in Miami buying out fucking hotels, buying out the fucking, buying out the ticket stadium to go watch that shit. So at the end of the matter, at the end of the day, none of that shit fucking matters. None of it fucking matters. As long as it's on TV, as long as the motherfuckers are playing football, none of this shit matters. All those motherfuckers who kept sitting around saying, oh, I'm boycotting the NFL, I'm boycotting the NFL. It don't matter because people are still going to go out and buy those tickets. People are going to still watch the commercials. People are still buy the merchandise that are related to the NFL. People are still buy NFL tickets, or, or not tickets, but buy NFL jerseys and everything else. People in America have the shortest fucking attention span when it comes to shit. No one fucking cares at the end of the day. Kaepernick played it out as long as he could, and I congrats him on that. Good job on you, bro. I congratulate you. But you start losing motherfuckers when you start doing that shit with your workouts and you start doing all the other shit. No one cares after that. You should have just left that, it where to it me, was. Well, let me interrupt you real quick. That, that to me, is exactly what I'm talking about the NFL. That, to me... Let's say I was on board with Kaepernick about everything that he said, that I'm on board with everything. To me, when he switches up his tryouts and everything and moves them 30 minutes before they happen or an hour before they happen, all he's doing to me, all he wants to be is a publicity whore. That's it. He doesn't want to play in the NFL. He he wants to make sure that he is relevant. I want to say this. I'm going to say this and I'm going to dead it. I'm going to dead it out. Because I, th- I think at the end of the day, this is a play it out song and dance. Okay. I really get yeah. to something more important, like Kobe Bryant, someone who at 41 years old impacted a generation of basketball players, soccer players, and just athletes in general about how to be competitive. If you want to fucking care about a sport, that's cool. If you want to care about a social stance, that's fucking cool. But you got to know how to do it and how to do it when it matters. I think Kaepernick drew it out. He uh, off of what he cool, bro. You do your thing. No one cares though. It's 2020. Now we're on Kobe Bryant, one of the most competitive basketball players of all fucking time. One of the guys who who would have made Michael Jordan at the end of the day competitive for the one of the greatest basketball players. That's how I feel about it. Now we're on this. So okay. So let, let's move over to that. Let's, let, let's yeah, move over to Kobe let's get, Bryant. Let's get to, let's get to it. I'll just, hey. Let me just say one last thing. Super Bowl's going to be great. 
Uh, it won't be overshadowed by this PSA because I'm not going to pay attention to it. I think the people that have their crap together aren't going to be that bothered by it in such a negative way. It'll serve its purpose for what Chris said, trying to make amends, trying to make somebody happy, trying to bring everyone together. But there's still going to be a lot of people offended. Maybe not the same people, but there will be a lot of other people offended. And you're going to go back with the circus. So I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl. I always do. Uh, but um, I don't think this should take away from it. And I hope it doesn't. Good. All right. So as Chris said, let's move on to uh, some sadder news. On January 26, 2020, a Sikorsky helicopter that was carrying Kobe Bryant uh, his 13-year-old daughter and a group of friends, along with the pilot, crashed in Calabasas, California, uh, killing all on board. Now, the question that I want to bring up about this, and and it goes back to what you said, Chris. When we look at, he's one of the most competitive basketball players of all time. <clears throat> I, I don't think anyone would disagree with you. I think that his uh, impact on the sport and the sports world in general can never be denied. The point that I get to is, the first one is, are we overdoing it with a basketball player with all of the news coverage? Fuck with all no. Well, well, hold on, let Mother me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish real quick. So are we overdoing it with the amount of media attention that we're giving to it? The amount of teams that are doing things, you know, we had the Mavericks do something here. They're having a big celebration in LA. Are we overdoing it? Because, and the only point that I bring to this is not that it's not a sad not that it's not a very tragic story, especially with the children that were on board. Very, very tragic. My point of it is, is because he's a superstar, are we looking to him and making this a bigger story than it needs to be? Because if you look around, a lot hasn't been mentioned about his daughter. A lot, a lot hasn't been mentioned about the other people that were That's on the true. aircraft. That's not true. That's it, not true. It, it is true. No, it's not. On the mainstream media, no, they have not been talking about it. No, like on other shit, like on Instagram and other things, his daughter and him have been mentioned continuously. So, and then uh, I was just listening to another podcast, the Joe Budden podcast. They named out all the fucking uh, people uh, that died on that flight, and they gave props up to the whole family members. Apparently, they were going to a basketball game that he supports, like a... a like a Are you talking about when the helicopter crashed? Yes. yes yeah. They so hitting. they were headed to a game where he was actually going to uh, he was going to coach that game. The yeah, the yeah. original coach was on board, but he was going to coach that game. Yeah, um, so, go so ahead. That, that, that's that's that's. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's that's uh that's in the main media like TMZ, CNN, all the motherfuckers. Yeah, they only talk about Kobe Brown, but a lot of the other media that's got out there, they're talking about everybody on board. They're talking about the daughter who whose life was tragically cut short. Absolutely. So, tragic. Like I can only imagine as a father myself how, what was going on in that aircraft before they crashed. Like I think like, it's terrifying. Um, another thing is no, I what you said with um, what you said with uh. Is it being too much in the news? I always have to say no, because you got to imagine pretty much everybody from this point 
from this point right now to when Kobe start first start playing, he was influential for a lot of the basketball players who are in the in our NBA right now. Think about it. Like a lot of those dudes are in their thirties, right? Okay. Twenties and thirties. Okay. Those dudes grew up on Kobe Bryant playing. You know what I mean? It wasn't Michael Jordan though they grew up watching. It was Kobe Bryant playing. It was the Lakers. It was Shaq. It was Allen Iverson. It was it was those gentlemen who that a lot of these players grew up watching. So to see someone as influential like him, and to see like someone as shit, man, he was like the best, bro. Like dead ass, he was like the best basketball okay. player you could okay. see. So I mean, so you see that you see a role model die, you thinking he's gonna retire and then you know kind of fade into the black. No, you you're he's forty one. Compared to a lot of people, that's still young. A- absolutely. So, so to see him die in that way, it was like, oh shit. But, yeah, okay. Yo, my so, role model just died. So, Jeff, let let's get your perspective on it. Of because I, I see what you're saying, Chris. I, I I do in certain aspects. I believe though that a lot of true people that need to be mentioned in the news and people that have made a, a profound impact in the world. And, and I'm not taking away anything from Kobe Bryant's legacy. He, you're exactly right. A lot of the guys in the NBA right now are guys that grew up with him, uh, watching him and things like that. But the, the problem that I have is, is that we talk about this. We leave all those other people out of the aircraft uh, that died because they had families, they had children. There were people, there were children still at home that were of, of the parents that were flying on that aircraft. And I, I feel like as a society, we kind of overlook that kind of stuff because someone has some fame or someone has some popularity and it ends up taking away from the absolute tragedy that happened. So Jeff, so I, my son's 16, and he's he NBA is his favorite sport. He's an NBA fanatic. Uh, NBA is probably my one of my least favorite of all. Say my major three. Say it's football, baseball, basketball. And because of my son, I've kind of gotten back to the NBA. And you know, growing up, I'm 44 now. Michael Jordan was, you know, you know that's who I watched growing up. Kobe came along, like Chris was saying, and and uh, you know, my son. I was talking to him today. He said uh, it's LeBron, Jordan, and Kobe. That's his top three in that order. Um, that's everybody in my generation. You know, I'm like, hey, it's Michael Jordan first. But listen, I understand what you're saying because Kobe had some controversy with him too. I mean, let's not absolutely take uh, away from anything with with the red case because you never know who's out to get who these days. Who's looking for a payday? You know, the whole rate thing. I, I, you can't not bring it up. But I know what you're saying. We put these people on pedestals just because they play a sport, great. Or they make all this money or whatever. And Kobe's a legendary basketball player, no doubt. But but I do have a problem with how much attention it's gotten. It's almost as though anyone that's ever won has to make their formal statement and come back and, oh, I knew Toby. I want to hear more about Kobe, the person, not the basketball player. And you know what? I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And, and all that stuff. That and let's not take away from the person. Let's not make the basketball player one. In the person too. Let's no, make no, no. the. I get. I get you he, on that. I get you on that. And and they didn't been doing that. And that's why I, a lot of the players and a lot of the, the a lot of the uh, people who have been on interviews have been talking about him personally. They haven't been talking about him professionally. They talk about pro- 
you know, personally. But like at the end of the day, you got to realize, man, it's like you got someone in the black community, for me personally, this dude was a rock star. Like he oh, yeah. was it. He was it. He shows you what you could be as being someone who's competitive, who don't take no bullshit, and he can show you, hey, I show you what I tell you, and I and I make you look like a fool while I do it. And he did all that. So you gotta say, you gotta show it. And this generation, I get what you're saying. Yeah, as a person, in the grand scheme of things, did he really change that much? Was he Mahatma Gandhi? No, he wasn't. No. But for a generation of athletes, for a generation of people, a generation of kids who looked up to this man as the Black Mamba and said, yo, I want to see, I want to be like him, who were in their classrooms throwing paper paper balls in the trash can saying, Kobe, you know, that is where it's at. And that's why he's on the news. It's not because he was just a basketball player. It's because he influenced so many people. It's because he was in his daughter's life who... His daughter, who was, uh, I got, it was a news report that said that his daughter stated that she wanted to make him, not only him proud, but to surpass him. Imagine that. Your 13-year-old daughter is saying, I want to be like Kobe, but I want to be greater than him. That's a fucking push. That's a push for a whole generation of kids out there. Out but don't the you think, but but here's the thing, and, and it's funny that you bring that up on this this show that it's dads that drink so we all have kids don't yeah. we want all of our kids to surpass us i mean that yes. that's like but, a as, that, but, but that's have, like a but that's a given stuff. chris like hey no, man i i want to be me. like you and i want to surpass what you did it is it is but it's not so like okay so as fathers we would yes we want our kids to surpass us but to have our kids say hey i want to be like kobe bryant and then surpass him as the greatest, one of the greatest athletes of all time. As a father, you're like, yo, those are some high goals, and I'm gonna be behind you the 100% the whole way. Imagine that. Your daughter's in the WNBA, fucking making Kobe Bryant scores and records look like shit. You're gonna be like, you're gonna be the proudest parent on the fucking planet. And that's what, that's the, and that's what he was. He was a, a beacon for a lot of junior athletes to be something better. I was a junior athlete, and, and growing up, seeing Kobe Bryant, I'm like, yo, this guy's on fire. He makes he makes Michael Jordan look old. Michael Jordan, the GOAT, he makes him look old. He was talking trash to Michael Jordan when he in his and what was it his sophomore year in the, in the NBA. He was like, yo, I'll fucking do that dude out. Like, yo, this dude just said he'll he'll ball out Michael Jordan. Oh, I'm with him 100. percent I'm gonna see this. So that's what, what I do is. think was cool about Kobe is is he did take a special you know having all girls, um, he did spe- take a special interest in women's sports and he was really involved and he was really promoting that. I I, I do think that was something cool that he was doing. Um, and you know getting you know here Kobe was probably one of the most competitive driven people I'll ever seen. You know when Shaq left, it was like you know I don't need Shaq, I'm gonna do it myself. Um, and when he had all those the legal problems, you know, he changed from age 24. He talks about how he was almost two different people when he was 24. You know, he eight, he was young and trying to, you know, put his flag in the ground and stake his claim. And then he was arrived and it was like, okay, I've arrived and done stuff, but now I'm 24. Let me see how great I can get. And I appreciate everything that is an athlete. 
you can't overlook that. It, it uh, it's phenomenal. The numbers he put up, the respect he had from his peers. That's the thing. Is like one we all want to be respected by our peers, in our profession, in our personal lives, in our community. That guy really was respected by his peers, and and I can appreciate that. I have mad respect for him for that. Um, I think he, uh, you know, he was an intelligent guy. He spoke five or six languages. He was a world traveler. He did a lot of special things. But I, I see what uh, Dustin's saying is it has got a lot of attention. And of course, I think the media world we live into it turns into a circus. And then that circus turns into a circus, turns into a circus. And it's like we can't get past it. And I'm not saying overlook someone's death or look past it, but it is big picture. It's 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 every a lot of people died. It was very sad because there was children involved. There's families affected. And Kobe's got all the attention because he is the all-star mega world basketball, top three basketball players of all time. But I know what Dustin's saying. He's kind of posed a point is, has it gotten too much attention or the wrong kind of attention? Uh, I'm not going to say it's gotten too much attention, but sometimes you want to say, okay, let's let's get the attention moving in this direction. Let's let's hear from people about his personal life. Let's talk okay. about the things he accomplished outside of the basketball court. And let's highlight those. And that's how people can really look up at you as a role model is. I think, what did you talk about before? And I think more needs to be said about that and could be. I think I think what you're saying is correct. Uh, but you got to realize where he died at. He died in California in Hollywood. Right. Most into influential basketball players of all time died in Hollywood area. That's true. Yes. He's going to be on the news all fucking day. It is what it is. I think in this generation where everything is a hot topic, but then diets off within a week or two. Give it two more right. weeks. I guarantee you, no one's going to talk about this shit. I guarantee right. you, two more weeks. So, you know, I'm just taking the good with whether I can see what it is. And, you know, I'm going to give up props to this man who, you know, influenced a lot of people and take what I can give to it and mourn his daughter with him. Because, like I said, the daughter was 13, bro. And yes, nine, absolutely. Eight other people, or was it seven other people died on that flight yeah. with him? You yeah. Know what I mean, seven other people died on that flight with him. Now, what I think is TMZ and all the mother cocksuckers should have waited until the <laughs> law, to the, the sheriff's department right. alerted the fucking families about who died before they start blasting that shit on the news. That's but but shit. but being the first one to the story makes the money, and it right. goes back to that. exactly what it's, we're talking it's, about. It's morality. But it's but it goes. Morality, I I get though. that. But it goes back to exactly what we're saying, and it goes back to the first story we talked about in the NFL. You're trying to make money, and the to I be the first person on the scene and to say the name makes the money. Ethical, man. Right. You can be money. You can make money and still be ethical. You could have waited twenty-four hours. And that's hours. exactly, and that's exactly my point of bringing this. Absolutely. Hours, waited till their bodies got identified, and then like, all right, do we got the heads up by the sheriff's department? Y'all guys are good. Right. Okay. Now we're gonna blast this shit on the news for fucking the next two three weeks. TMZ, TMZ, if you ever watch this, you are some whole ass motherfuckers. TMZ, <laughs> you do some whole ass shit. You motherfuckers are some shady assholes. You fucking should have waited until fucking his family found out. Because imagine, you're at home. You're scrolling through Instagram, fucking off. His wife is probably sitting on the couch, not even paying attention. And next thing you know, she sees Kobe Bryant fucking died in a, a fucking helicopter crash. Yeah. 
that's all that's how Springs found yeah, out about it was was yeah. uh through social media and that's the other thing I'll, I'll say about this is what what gets me about this whether it's espn i don't watch a lot of news guys i don't do it on purpose i don't watch i don't watch any regular news outlets i watch my espn on my sports and i watch some social media but but um what i get is there's always these stories and someone always comes out of the woodworks oh let me tell you my personal story and they put these guys on this stool and let me get you to cry about them. Let me tell you stories. I'm like, man, everyone's trying to milk their story or their yeah. attention to take away. And that pisses me off. And that makes me not want to, sadly enough, that makes you not want to hear anything else about it. That's true. That's true. And 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 that's that's my point of bringing this up is have we in this kind of society where <clears throat> where we have instant gratification and instant news like i think the helicopter crashed around 10 something in the morning yeah by 12 o'clock they were blasting that shit on the motherfucking exactly and and that's the whole thing and and i'll go a step further by that monday so that happened on a sunday by that monday they had the air traffic control radio chatter posted on youtube of the yep. tower and the helicopter yep. oh no shit yeah, yeah i, I mean nuts, bro. Like, they didn't even wait to, like, they found out that somehow tmz found out there was no black box in the helicopter how the fuck do you even know that how do you not know that how do you as a news outlet find out that there's no man, you, you're just switching up beers like crazy bro you're gonna be drunk as fuck he's not you he's not you I, I, hey, bro! I went through forty-eight beers, right? Forty-eight beers. I got. Are you already like, done with those Sapporos? No, I got like eight left in that fucking fridge. Just so you uh, understand, uh, Jeff. Last week I called him at the time <laughs> of the show, and I said, "Hey, are you ready to go?" And he goes, "Give me five minutes." Uh, he was asleep. There was no doubt on my mind that that he was <laughs> asleep. And then. I'm going to let him finish out. He'll tell you the story of what he did to get prepared for the show after that phone call. Uh, I got up, took a shot of Bullet Bourbon. Holla at <laughs> Bullet Bourbon. If you ever want a sponsorship, holla at DJ, uh, DJ uh, Double Speak Studios. Give us a fucking sponsorship. <laughs> I will put a bottle right behind me today. <laughs> I love Bullet Bourbon. So I drank a, a shot of that, and then I went out to my fridge and got a Sapporo premium and i start pounding one of those i found out like two more of those before the end of the goddamn show so i was like i was like, I was like eight beers in i was in it to win it bro I, I in it to eight win beers it. in before i fucking you, i was you, in it to you win black it, mama it up, didn't you? huh you black mama it up oh man hey you're gonna be competitive you gotta be competitive in everything you do you gotta be the best i agree, I agree with that you have to be the best have you have you heard of this thing called uh uh this website called comingsoon.com? Uh-uh. Have you? Uh are you talking about the movie trailers? Is that what it is? Okay, yeah. so I looked that up. Those motherfuckers are in it to win it. They have so much fucking oh, news about Okay, hold hold everything. on, hold on for just a second. Jeff, you do know about it because your wife told me uh, oh, so you watch trailers? nothing but trailers. Oh yeah, I watch every one of them. <laughs> you watch all the trailers? 
Nothing but drink. Actually, listen, listen. Okay, listen, listen. I'm going to take it so far as to say that not only does he watch trailers, he has an actual thing that he puts on the TV where he just leaves it running for a couple of hours of nothing but trailers. Am no, I wrong, you're Jeff? You're no, guy. no, I record it so like it. Oh, we got rid of our dish, so I don't have it anymore. But before, I would record it. It'd come on once or twice a week, and it's his hour of nothing but trailers. It's great. Jesus Christ, bro. I knew everything that was coming out, yeah. Well, I, I just found this website called... Uh, I just found this. I know you've probably been on it for a while, uh, Kelly, but for guys like me, I just found it called comingsoon.com. Yeah. Y'all guys who watch this, uh, give a fuck about our podcast or about uh, Kelly's fucking reviews. It's called comingsoon.com, and it has every bit of information about movies, TV shows. All it's actually, I'm going to correct out. you, it's comingsoon.net. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Comingsoon.net. <laughs> Coming soon.net, whatever. It has all this news on there, and I just found it to, like the other day, and I was looking through, and I'm like, holy shit! All this, all this shit that Kelly's been talking to me about, it's on here. Yeah. Um, so, if you're watching so, this podcast, so let's whatever, get into this. Since since you we're talking about trailers, let's talk about this Fast and Furious Nine trailer. Fucking trash. Yeah. Fuck this movie we're, right we're off the executive. bat. Dear Hollywood executive, suck a cock. Stop fucking making <laughs> Fast and Furious movies, please. Here, well, no now I will shit. disagree with you because Hobbs and Shaw I absolutely loved. And Fast and the that. Furious. I'm gonna tell you right now, fuck this movie before it even comes out. <laughs> I watched the trailer. You want to see that? I, you want to see that cheap ass fucking piece of jewelry chain that's around his neck, and he's like, family, family. Family okay. Cause, you know and and bringing up family. Here's the thing. So we're on the ninth Fast and Furious, and and technically, if we count Hobbs and Shaw, we're on the tenth Fast and Furious oh because those were two main characters. Now, John here's the Cena problem. That is number nine, bro. John Cena is in okay. number nine. Holy so, shit. So here's the problem that I have. So we're we're, we're nine in Fast and Furious. We're ten in the entire series. Okay. From the very beginning, from Fast and Furious, the the very first movie, he said, family, family, you know, done that. This movie poses the idea, what if your little brother, John Cena, came back to take down the organization or to take over the organization? Now, in all nine movies, and ten counting Hobbs and Shaw, because because number nine actually includes part of Hobbs and Shaw's character group, which would be uh, Shaw's mom. Yeah, Shaw's oh, mom. Oh, sweet lord. Uh, it's, it's confusing. They've and never already. mentioned a brother. Their little brother at all. So it's never. I didn't like... see that one. I'll be honest, I didn't see that one. You don't need to watch it. It's this. Stop making the fucking movies. No one wants to watch no so more I, of this I, shit. I thought they were going to stop making them after... Uh... Oh, Paul, uh, what's his name? Passed away. Walker. Paul Walker. Yeah. No. And and no, here's the thing. This, money to be this movie and this trailer actually reintroduces characters that they killed in other movies. The Asian dude that they killed? On. On his back? No, no, no. He died. They literally killed him. Shaw killed him. Shaw killed him. That's what I'm saying. How are you going to bring him back? Yeah, so and, and, I'm, I'm done. I'm no, no, I'm done. I'm done. 
So let me go a step further. In this, Tuck, and talking Tuck, to John Tuck, Cena Tuck. and John Cena and all the people that are involved in this movie, they're already talking about Fast and Furious 10. Oh my God. Are John Cena has said, yes, John Cena has said he is going to be the ultimate match for The Rock. Like, they're going to come head to head. Why is that God okay. kind of the this, Clash this, of the Titans? This, this, is what's at. this is where it's at. This is where it's at. This is how you know the devil is real. When people say <laughs> there's no devil, Satan himself is an executive in Hollywood. You know he's, he's being like, serious because he scooted super close to the camera again. Dead and you scare bro. everybody when you do that. I'm fine with that because I'm saying this right now. Satan is real because he keeps making Fast and Furious movies. That's how you know Satan is real. So have so you seen all the Fast and Furious? For, let, let me WWE cast this or something? Well, yes. th- okay, so that's the whole thing. So yes. this, of course, is a universal movie. Uh, WWE has WWE Studios now. Now, John Cena has made uh, a couple movies. Uh, and, and now Shitty movies. No, no, no. Now, hold on. Let me, let me point this out. With John Cena in it. Do it right now. I dare you. John it's Cena a good movie. movie. Yes. Uh, he was excellent in Trainwreck. He was absolutely hilarious in Trainwreck. Well, what, was, okay. what was the I'm one done. with uh, Mark Wahlberg? Uh, the, the dad, uh, Daddy's Home 2? He was great in that. <laughs> was it that, something like that? Yeah. yeah, Daddy's Home 2. Are you shitting me? Are you he plays right the now? new husband that Mark Wahlberg has to... Yeah. Yeah. Is this That's his Farrell, you motherfucker. That's Will No, Farrell. no, no, no. John Cena's Daddy's in it, home? too. No, Daddy's Home is Will Ferrell. No, Will Daddy's Home 2, John Cena is in it. Is it 2? Yeah. Oh, my God. Hollywood so, executives need to stop so, making movies. Look, I can see Jeff oh looking Lord. it up right now. So here's the thing. John Cena's not a not a bad actor. I yes, think he, he has. No, I don't think so. And here's the thing, though, is that I, I feel like yeah. with these fast and yeah, I feel like with these Fast and Furious movies is that we just keep trying to go back to the well. And I completely agree with you, Chris. It's fucking retarded. We we have brought Absolutely. so many. We brought Michelle Rodriguez back. We brought Han back. We, we keep bringing these characters back that were supposedly dead. And they, they said uh, the other day that like I said, when they started talking to John Cena and stuff about Fast and Furious 10, that he is going to be like the ultimate showdown for The Rock. Oh, God. And, no and God. here's what I'll say. I love the first Fast and Furious. I love that movie. That was a great movie. Uh, the first it had, four were great. The first yeah. Four were good. Tokyo Drift. All of them were good. Here's the thing. Stupid. One, and I'm going to put this out there. I think Tyrese Gibson is a fucking horrible actor. I think he's horrible in these movies. I think oh, he doesn't yell. Yeah, ex- that's exactly my point. And but in this dude, trailer, he's so hot. I'm just kidding. He's a model, right? Okay, you're yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the only reason I've been there. What? In a derogatory term. So he's done. <laughs> he's drunk. Okay, he's drunk now. And so we're gonna no, skip and, over and, to the next but, thing. But but I think. 
podcast. What he's saying, he has a yeah. point. He is a model, and as shitty an actor as he is, he's been in these movies. He will draw that female consumer in, right. and they're going to put him in there. It doesn't matter how shitty an actor he is, Dude, because if we get right down matter. to it, there has been very few good Vin Diesel movies. If we're all going to talk about this, oh, there's oh, very few. Me, sir. Hold on, he's hold terrible. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Blood, the blood. What is it? We talked about the last podcast, the blood movie. Um, I'm drunk. So it's bloodborne. Yeah, no, not blood porn. What? No. Bloodborne. No, not bloodborne. It's called blood sport or some shit like that. <laughs> no, that's John Claude Van Damme. Did you say blood sport? What did you call it? <laughs> I'm lost, man. Did you call it blood porn or okay. blood Okay, well, first off, before we get into that, that movie's not even out, so we don't know no, how good or bad it is. No, no. It's a we good don't, movie because it's based no, on a comic book. No, we yeah. don't know how good or bad it is. I would pose that Vin Diesel has been good in maybe three, four films. I, I, I'm not sure, but Boiler Room would be one of them. Would you guys agree Boiler with that? Boiler Room was pretty good. Yeah, Boiler Room was good. That was the was that Wall Street one? Yes. Yes. Yeah, Boiler was Room was excellent. I would okay, say uh, that he was good in the first this. Fast and Furious movie. He was good in that one. Let's he just talk about a, this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's just say okay. this. Vin Diesel has a lot to fucking a lot to work on. Okay. All right, let's go down There's the list. A lot to Triple work on. X's were pretty There's bad. a lot to work on. I like the All first one. pretty bad. No, it was pretty shitty. What was the one where he played like Bloodshot? Like, That's what it is. Shit. Bloodshot, you fucking weirdo. Not fucking Bloodborne. What are you talking about? Bloodshot. Okay. That's the name of it. You do you have his IMDb pulled up? No, I have uh, okay. Wikipedia. Okay. I'm gonna pull Wikipedia up his IMDb real quick. Give me just a second. Dude, he's in Avatar two. Are you fucking with me? Well, I don't. But know. What about Chronicles of Riddick? I like that one already. Yeah, I like Riddick. He played a good Riddick. Riddick is good. All right, oh, give it to me. Private Ryan. Huh? Saving Private Ryan, he was pretty good in. Okay, he but he was very, that was a very, very small role. Yeah, he's the sniper. Vin Diesel? Are you no, saying no, he, the sniper was... Uh, I'm sorry, that that was uh, Barry Pepper. Yeah, Barry Pepper. I think you're both small. He really was. Holy shit. All right, so the face. all right, so so let's do this real quick. Let let let's go through uh, fast, his yes, fast and furious, fast and furious, fast and furious. <laughs> on on IMDb, they already have Fast and Furious ten. <laughs> it's already late <laughs> as right. announced. Okay, it is. So let, that's, let, why said, that's why I said that's why I said uh, Avatar two is out because they already oh, have that posted I, too. He, he had a good voice in Avengers when he played Groot. He said one line. Now, <laughs> I am Groot. Now, like, since you guys are talking about that, let, let's talk about this for a second. When he did that, he actually had them do it one at a time. And he would ask the director, okay, so what am I talking about right now when I say I am Groot? Like, he. Motherfucker, you a Groot. That's what you're talking about. You're Groot. All right. 
and 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 I'm not gonna take away from it. Oh, Groot was a oh. cool character, but I can't believe we're even talking about this. this okay, is so so we're gonna go oh, back Lord. a couple years and and we'll talk. And these are just movies that he has. Uh, oh, let's not talk about Vin Diesel anymore, please. So Saving Private Ryan, what is the good deal? movie. What is the deal with these tough macho guy actors like a Vin Diesel, The Rock, John Cena, who we're all talking about, like? Vin Diesel did The Pacifier. They all do the oh. horrible, oh, I'm speaking in time. They need to stay calm. They need to think Yeah, yeah it makes money. money. Yeah, it makes money. The, so let's go down here. It doesn't list make real money quick. at the box office. It makes money at the fucking, on the um, televisions, because they, the more they replay, the more they get royalties out of it. That's all it is. They don't give a fuck about the pacifier, the shitty ass movie. They, what they get to care about is if it gets played on Disney Channel consecutively over and over and over, and they get royalties mm. off of that. That's what they care about. Okay, so let let let's go down his list real quick. Saving Private Ryan, good movie. I think so. Great yes. movie. Iron Giant. Everybody almost died. Who? Iron Giant. Was he the was man. the voice of the Iron Giant. Well. Oh. That's all he said. He didn't even say words. He just said, okay, but was it a good movie? Yeah, for a five-year-old child. Okay, oh, sure. Chronicles of Riddick. Good movie. I give it it's a, all right. Uh, Boiler Room. Great movie. Enough. I think it's I his think, best movie. I didn't think uh, it was a good movie. Pitch Black, which was yeah. Riddick again. Two, yeah. Um, it was okay. Fast and Furious. No. The first, first four, okay, they're okay. Okay, knock around, guys. That was a great movie. It was. was it? Yeah. But we're right, talking, we're talking again about an independent film that didn't get a lot of attention. Triple X, yeah. eh, it was good. It wasted your Saturday. If you were bored and had nothing else to do, it wasted Saturday. Uh, a Man Apart, horrible movie. Absolutely. Absolutely horrible movie. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Yes, it was okay. Uh, Pacifier. Trash. No. Uh, no. Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Okay. No. Babylon AD. No. Fast Five. You're trash. Fast Six. Hello, my name is Trash Six. <laughs> I think Fast Six, from what this, I did a writing deal. They said that was the second best one of all of them. And they're all terrorists. Who said mm, that? Everybody said they're terrorists. I don't, I don't think that. So the still up says number one best, the original, number two, Fast Six, number three, Fast Five, four, Hobbs and Shaw, five, Furious Seven, six, Fate of the Furious, seven, Tokyo Drift, eight, Fast and Furious, oh, nine, and then nine, two, Good. bad. Just getting off of Riddick in itself, I know you were we're on this conversation. That's all good and gravy. Have you noticed that there's so much more anime on fucking like mainstream TV or on no. like Netflix and no, shit? No, because I don't. I, I, I don't, don't do anime. I don't watch okay, anime. So, okay, I'm I'm just putting that out there. Are you? Yeah. Do you watch anime? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna put am, this out there. I'm, You're a weirdo. And yeah. that's fine. I'm that's fine because some okay. of the best I fucking ideas for any type of entertainment on television has came from fucking anime. And no. whether you believe it or not, it has. It hasn't. 
Okay, well, that's your opinion, sir. That's your opinion, and you're a communist because of it. So that's fine. So like, I've noticed net lately, like Netflix, Hulu, and um, Amazon Prime has been like their anime game has just been stepping up, like really. And I guarantee, if you guys just take a minute to watch shit like uh, Cowboy Bebop, or uh, no, absolutely I can't not. Do anime, man. I can't do it. Dude, I'm telling you, watch this show and just take out the part where it's a cartoon. Just take that out of it. Take that out. No, of it. no, it, it's a fucking. It's weird. It, it's not weird. that it's a cartoon. It's not. It's fucking weird. And it's weirdos watch anime because they can't watch other things on the internet. Give me real people with real acting. That's it. You motherfuckers think Fast and Furious is good movies, but yet you won't watch anime. You agree that the, the Fast and the Furious is good? Not like after three or four. Oh, no. Okay, but here's the thing: people watch anime because they can't watch other things because they get arrested. I watch everything. I watch <laughs> everything, and I'm telling you right now, that has nothing to do with the fact that anime has some of the greatest storylines. No storylines. You're fucking nuts, bro. Are you fucking kidding me? No, Storyline I'm not kidding you at all. Plus. And and plus I watch a lot of movies. No, you don't, because if you watch the animes, you will realize plots and storylines, they have some of the greatest fucking plots and storylines compared to regularly written shit out of Hollywood. You know, yes. you know what I would realize if I watched anime? This cell is really small and I can't get around in it. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Anime fucking has nothing weirdos to... watch anime. No. They even weirdos have watch... like Adult films and shit now. Oh my god, dude, you guys yeah. are killing me. Is that me. Hello, nineteen. Cannot get on board, bro. I love you, but I cannot get on board with you. Dude, I'm telling you, watch Cowboy Bebop. The no, fucking storyline is not. fucking awesome. No, nope. the violence, the fucking, the, the action, the fucking characters is more developed than any movie you've ever seen. I'm putting that out there. No. Anybody who really watched anime would, would agree with me. I'm telling you right now. You watch yeah, that shit, anybody that movie, watches anime would agree with watches, you. Anybody who watches regular movies, regular movies like you do, and then watch an anime, they're like, yo, this shit's way better than... No, they wouldn't. Yes, they actually would. They, hey, Jeff, do you watch regular movies? All the time. Yeah. Would you agree with me that anime is for weirdos? <laughs> I'd rather get hit in the pecker than watch anime. Yeah. And then why? I why? would rather it, let, let me see how Chris said it. Not, I would rather walk out even, in traffic and it not stop than watch oh anime. Oh my god. You're not even watching the right animes. You're talking about the regular cartoons that are like just just weirdo shit, like just weird shit. And I agree. There's some weird shit out like there. All, like, I'm talking about no, I'm talking about I'm ta- no, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm talking about the fucking Grammy acclaimed TV shows and movies that are out there, that are our enemies, that have been acclaimed by fucking filmmakers and fucking critics across like the Oscars fucking board. Huh? Oscars or Grammys? Uh, whatever. So Oscar, whatever. No, like, no. Nah. Hold on. You, <laughs> no. You, you can't well. say Grammys and then have a leg to stand on in this argument. Whatever the award-winning shit well, is. Well, listen, man. One is, one is Kenny G, and one is Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. No, 
You no, fuck that. You can't. Okay, the Grammy. Okay, the Grammy is the fucking music one. I'm talking about the the music. Uh, not the music. The movie acclaimed motherfuckers that do all that shit. They will uh, tell you that there's some. Clearly, you're that confused. That, 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 no, understand. Hold on. I give up. Wait, no, hold on. You hold on. guys live in your fucking. No, 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 no. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a You fucking whatever. Wait a Kelly minute. Kelly's actually in a closet, so he's already in a closet. Okay. In a closet, so yeah. whatever. So, so hold <laughs> so on. Whatever. So hold on. Take wait my minute. advice. Just take my advice. Just once. Just take my advice. No. Just once. No. Just once. No. Watch okay. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. What should I watch? Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. Right. On you have my word. I'll watch it tomorrow. One episode. Just watch one. If fucking you watch episode. it, the um, FBI will knock on your door. My no, name fuck it. It's on Hulu, you motherfucker, you weirdo. God What's damn. it on, Chris? Where do you watch it's it on, at? I watch it on Hulu. I watched it on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop. It is literally one of the most best. Best no. fucking. You're so the close. Fuck out of here, man. Get out of here. You're fucking nuts, bro. You're fucking nuts. <laughs> It's great. It's a great show. It's a great show. It's so great they're trying to make it into live action. They have live action actors trying to make it into a show. It's so fucking great that they made a fucking move three, four movies right, off of all it. Right. It's okay. so great they have a fucking soundtrack. Four fucking soundtracks off of it. That the, the, the soundtracks are so good they got a war themselves. All right, so I, I will agree with you. Okay, wait a minute. Hey, influence generation be quiet generation for a minute. I'm going to agree film. with you. No, because you're being a dick. No. you're being a dick. So, so I'm going to agree with you for a minute. Now, Scarlett Johansson made Ghost in the Machine. Live no, action. she made Ghost in the Shell, you fucking uh, retard. I'm sorry. Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> Ghost in the Machine was it's, X-Files. Ghost, Ghost in the, the Shell. shell. Yes. Right. I'm sorry, she, I, I messed that up. She did a horrible job as being an Asian person. But, but I think that was a very good storyline. I will give you that. I think it was a is, very that's cool story. Not even the full storyline. If you watch Ghost in the Shell, like all of the Ghost in the Shells, they took bits and pieces from every storyline and then shoved it into the movie. If you watch the Ghost in the Shell animes, it starts from one point from the 1990s and goes all the way into the 2000s till now, the storylines have been so consistent and so live action, or so action-packed and so developed, you guys would be like, holy shit. This no, is a good fucking No, show. I wouldn't. Because it's I would close watch it because it's a bunch of weirdos. How's it a bunch of weirdos? I would like to hear this. How's it a bunch the of weirdos? People that watch anime, I don't care. I'll say it. They're a bunch of weirdos. How am I a weirdo then? How am I weirdo? Because you watch anime. It, that is, <laughs> you would agree, Chris, that that no, is that agree. really, that's really anime. Hold on, anime really runs the line of what they can and can't do. No, you're thinking of fucking porn, bro. <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking about porn. What I'm talking are. about? No, because no, no. If you watch the show. You would see that it's a developed fucking storyline. And that's what all we care about. Storylines. When we watch movies, when we when we're criticizing these movies, like fucking the babysitter and all this other crazy stupid shit, we're criticizing not just the actors, we're criticizing the storyline. We're criticizing if it keeps your attention. If it doesn't keep your attention, it doesn't matter if it's a fucking live action or not. If it's not going to keep your attention, why the fuck am I watching it? Because that's the whole purpose of being made. 
fucking most animes nowadays are being remade into live actions that you dumbasses don't even realize you're watching. No, no, wait, so wait a minute, crazy. wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes. Most yes. animes are being made in live yes. action? Okay, fucking name some. Okay. Motherfuckers did not Well, keep know. going, that's wait, one. Seven, seven Samurai. Seven Samurai? No, no. Yes, it did. It started no, out as a fucking... Curacao a, a long know, time it, ago. And no, and then it turned into a fucking anime, and then they they made it into a fucking coats. Uh, they made it into a, a spaghetti western. That's where the fucking uh, the magnificent seven, uh, seven came yes, from, and that's where that came from. And then later down the road, they made it into a motherfucking anime, and they did it both on both what? Okay, both and so it started from a live action movie. <sighs> Oh it's not an anime movie. It they started made it an anime, though, and it kept the fucking storyline, and it yeah. kept it good, Bullshit. man. No. You're fucking you're, nuts. You're out of what? your mind. Fucking watch it. Prove me wrong. Watch it. I, I'm proving you wrong. It no, came not. from a live-action movie. If you took... That anime okay. stole from Kelly. it. Kelly, 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 I'm telling you right now. Oh, you really go, want to go down that road? You really want to go down that road about... Uh, stealing <laughs> shit. Hollywood has stolen so much shit, bro. Let's not go down that road. But so we we've established that anime's jacked up, dumbass. Let's move no, on. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. All right. All you right. You guys so are fucking close-minded. Let, close-minded let's move into some some better stuff. Let's move into Star Wars. It's kind of oh close. Oh my anime. god. So no, it's nowhere close, and you're it, watching this crazy bullshit. I don't want to say. <laughs> Everyone that that is uh, a part of this show has watched uh, The Mandalorian, right? You watched I know you did, Jeff. Yes. And and Chris told me he did. I don't know where he went. Okay, he's back now. He got Man, super he got, mad about yes. it. Yeah, he, he got was, super yes. mad about the anime. <laughs> Bro, look, you're a weirdo, man. Just accept it. I'll stab you both. All right. So, so here's the thing. So... With the with the success of the Mandalorian, there's been some leaked footage that George Lucas was doing with Lucas Arts, uh, uh, quite a few years ago, called Star Wars Underworld. Yeah, and I sent they this. It. I saw that they right. canceled it. Before I, I sent this article and some of the video to you, and what they're talking about essentially. Let me kind of go over the article. Uh, the past few months have seen the debut of the Mandalorian. This comes from We Got This Covered. Uh, the first live-action TV series set within the Star Wars universe, and it couldn't have been more of a success. The thing is, though, we could have had this new step for the franchise many years ago. Uh, prior to selling the brand to Disney, George Lucas was working on Star Wars Underworld, a vastly ambitious TV show that never ended up making it to screens. Uh, they go on to say that fans have obviously been fascinated to find out what this aborted series would have been like. And they show uh, 10 minutes of footage and they show it from a YouTuber uh, has has actually gotten this footage. Uh, His channel is Hollownet or their channel is Hollownet. They've uploaded uh, the 10 minute long video. Now, did you guys both watch the video that I sent you of this underworld? No, no. Yeah. Okay. Because at the end of the day, you're a fucking nerd for watching Star Wars. So uh, (laughs) I watched it. Okay. All right. Good. So, so here's the thing. So when you watch this with, because you've seen the Mandalorian, right, Chris? And Mm -hmm. you thought it was awesome, right? Awesome show. Okay. 
This, to me, is the same idea. It talks about... Well, because if you watch the the 10 minutes of the video, uh, it shows... No, it's... I would say it's worth it. Do you you agree, Jeff, that it was definitely worth the 10 minutes? It was worth it, and it was interesting how they filmed it after they showed the video, yeah. Well, so what what surprised me was so looking at the Mandalorian and John Favreau and everything, and we we see what he did with the universe and <clears throat> how he kind of opened up the universe. When I looked at this video, I did like it and I thought it was very cool. But when I looked at it, I got very reminiscent of the prequels. What do you mean? The, uh, like. Um, uh, Attack of the Clones, uh, Revenge of the Sith, the the surroundings seem very much in that vein of uh, like <clears throat> a lot of neon, a lot of uh, yeah, just so kind of Clone Wars. So you're gonna watch the Clone Wars when it comes out on Disney Plus? Then absolutely, the cartoon. But- Absolutely, that's the best the Star Wars. <laughs> it's not uh, anime. It's yeah, not anime. Uh, got you, bitch. Yeah, it's not. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, so, so it's the fucking. So the underworld is supposed to be an offshoot of the Mandalorian. No, understand it. No, no, no. So it got done years before the Mandalorian. Okay. They couldn't get enough attention drummed up for it. They wrote. Supposedly there was supposed to be a hundred scripts total. They wrote mm-hmm. fifty of those scripts and got them all completed, got them ready to film, and they took some of the stuff since this this film and stuff was, you know, like the series. They turned it down. They turned the films down. They turned a bunch of stuff down. So they took a lot of those stories and they made like Solo the movie. Rogue One, the movie. Oh, they, they, okay. So they went through and they kind of world stories and made movies, pretty much the storylines, the plots. Right, because the okay. whole idea is not just underworld of like bad guys. It's underworld of rebels that were trying to steal plans from the Empire and stuff like that. Okay. It's all underworld okay. because that's <clears throat> that's the environment that they all worked in. Did they say and, ever why it got rejected? They just said like they filmed a lot and they spent a lot of money filming it, but they never uh, they never could get really any traction with it. Um, So was it supposed to be coming released like a done deal? Well, it was supposed to come out. How they didn't get traction with it? They didn't even. Yeah, me neither. Like that sounds weird to me. Like Star Wars. Yeah. Right, but but they talked about it, and they talked about it being a TV series. Now, you've heard, I know, Chris, you've heard that they've talked about, like, Star Wars becoming a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a live-action show on TV. I know you've heard okay, that. So, yes, I heard it, and then I'm also on the, on the, the idea that Star Wars can suck my dick. I've heard the <laughs> fact that they just said that a lot of the shit that's canon is no longer canon. It's like, why the right. fuck am I even watching this shit anymore? That's, that's, that's my stance on it. Well, you're, you're not going to take the canon that's, that, that's been there for years. Shit that's been there for years. And then you're just going to wipe it all off the block. And then say, oh, okay, everything in the movies is canon. 
but all this other shit that we've been making books and magazines and comics out of is no longer canon. I'm like, why the fuck am I watching this? Now you just destroyed your whole fucking your 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 whole basis for this shit. So none of it makes sense. Well, let me let me pose this to you, and and I'll pose it to you too, Jeff. Uh, the, the latest in the Star Wars series, other than the Mandalorian and, and the cartoons that are coming out, like Clone Wars, uh, Rebels, um, all of those different things, they're not very good. So if we blow up the whole Star Wars universe in essence and start over, does anyone have a problem with that? I do. Why? They've done that including with the, the canon that's been there. There you go. Absolutely. No, but no, 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 no. Okay, no, 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 no. Let's not even go down that road of the Marvel universe and the DC universe because that shit's all fucked up. So let's not even get down that road. But, but, but that's the point that he's saying. That's the point he's saying, Chris. Is By that destroying it and starting from scratch. No, go off your fucking core material. You're not even going up. They're not even attempting to go off the core material. That's did the Avengers make a billion dollars? That doesn't matter. Did Avengers Infinity War? Been, it, but it doesn't it did matter. Not, it does not go off the core material. It I understand. And the Infinity Gauntlet is my favorite series in all of so comedy. What are you talking about then? What are you talking about then? Because if it doesn't go off the core just material. Because, it makes sense. What's the fucking Well, listen. Point? Just because that's my favorite storyline doesn't mean those movies aren't entertaining. So if they are... It doesn't make sense. No, they're not. It doesn't make sense. Do you think they're entertaining, Jeff? I think they're wildly entertaining. And I think that... the both are retards, then. No. And I I get it, Chris. You're (laughs) you're the comic book guy. You read all the the source material, all that. I I would never... I understand what he's saying. I understand you're you're, you're sensitive to the the core and the old stuff. But at the same time, to make things current, to change, you've got to start over sometimes. No, okay. I get get everything you guys are saying. So I'm putting this claim right there. I haven't read a comic book in the last three years, right? So that's not true. You've been reading BPRD for quite a while. Okay, let's just let's just let's just say I haven't read main story story arcs that's been going on a lot of comic books in the last three years. Let's just say okay, right? Okay. I get mad when I see things trailers for like the Black Widow, and then they're like they put out this new villain who's gonna fight the Black Widow, and it's. I'm like, no, that's Taskmaster. Taskmaster. He's been in the comic books for like since the 80s. He's not new at all. That's my problem. You're reintroducing characters who've been, you know, villains or heroes for years, years, and trying to make them be like totally new characters when they're not. And then when they flop in the fucking box office, the people are like, oh, this is a shitty thing. I'm like, no. He's been this character for years, and shit. He's been shitty for years, and now you're stuck getting shitty. When you say the Avengers, like what you just said with the Avengers, I didn't find it entertaining because it didn't even keep up with the story plot of how the Avengers came to be. It didn't keep up with the story plot of how the Avengers fought, how they rarely did fight, and it didn't keep up with the whole uh, premise of the Infinity Gauntlet. So I get why they did it that way. Because they're trying to introduce characters to a, 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 a society of short-minded, short, limited, or, you know, whatever, uh, short-memory type motherfuckers who ain't going to remember these motherfuckers in the next 10 years. 
I get it. And yes, it's wildly entertaining when you have explosions and fucking Spider-Man fighting a 12-foot fucking Ant-Man. I get it. I, I understand that. But my, my thing is, if you're going to use the core material, fucking use it correctly. But Star Wars, you built a fucking thousand-year history of fucking characters, of fucking environments, of fucking galaxies, right? And then for you to just throw it all the way because it didn't work one time instead of you just taking the initiative and just try to write it correctly and use the core material that you have in a way that it can be explained to this future generation to where they will accept it and generate it in their mind or, you know, for them to assimilate it in their mind. That's laziness to me. It's laziness. Hey, this doesn't work like this, so let me just fucking throw it in the trash and try it this way because, hey, I'm too fucking lazy just, just to write what I got already and to put it well, out. Well, I agree with you. I think you have to do it in a way where it makes a semblance of sense still. In it, if you can I, I know it what you're book, saying. You can I, make I feel it what you're saying. That's the way I look at it. You can make it a movie. And it's sometimes it's not about throwing it all away, but but to expand and reinvent and, and to grow and, and to make it a sustainable brand. I think that's where the difficulty comes in. And it's hard to stay true. Why can't when, you do that? Right. Yeah. Why can't you do that? Why keep it true to your core material? OK, well, the reason why so it became popular. The reason why it became popular is because. The core material okay. is what made it popular. And, and here's my question to, as a to both of you. Here's my question to both of you. 1978 Star Wars, right? We all grew up on it as kids. We love Not it. Me. I wasn't born yet. I know you weren't born yet, but you saw it when you were a kid, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. My point is, especially with you, Jeff, uh, we saw this movie... As kids, this was our movie. Star Wars 1978 is released now. Is Star Wars a universe? Take away the prequels, the sequels, the cartoon okay. series, everything. 1978 Star Wars released right now. Is Star Wars even a thing in three years? Yes, I think Bullshit. So. Bullshit my ass. Yes, it is. Because yes, it it's an original fucking idea. And that's what. How's that original so, idea? It's an archetype. Let me, let me My stepmom is an English teacher, okay. and she teaches Star Wars because it is the classic English literature archetype. It's an original idea put into a new type of environment. That's why it would sell. That's why. So think about it. So the first trilogy, right? First trilogy. We don't know what's going on with Luke. We don't know going with Leia. We know there's some fucking dude in all black trying to kill everybody. Like, yo, the Emperor's a big dick. We get it. And then he has this thing called the Force, right? In the 70, what was you say? 71? 78 is when the first one. 78? Yeah, 78. That must have been like blowing your guys' minds. Like, yo, this is fucking nuts. Now imagine in 2020 when you have the technology, right? to make the movie better than what they tried to do it in 78. 
you got CGI, you got you got computers, you got all the so imagine Star Wars trilogy be made now with all this technology, the movie would come out ten times better. The reason why they didn't it didn't come out that much better because you know they're using everything mechanical, uh, mechanical. You know, Yoda was a little fucking robot, little mechanical robot, <laughs> and puppets, and all this little crazy shit. But think about it now. That shit was so like crazy. It's so Dustin, first came out. are you asking if it came out the same way today as it was released then? Right, because they that's the whole point of this discussion that we're having is that you have to change for the times or you won't keep. Oh, there's no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. It would sell. Absolutely. It would sell, man, because it's an original idea. It was an original idea. The original idea was is based off of Shakespeare's. Oh goddamn! I am too drunk. Shakespeare's and Shakespearean. You know, <laughs> that word. That word. Uh, type of drama. You know, it was it was spanning years. It wasn't just like this one event. It spanned years. The dad got fucked over by the mom because she felt like he was turning evil, and then. The, the kids went to go live with somebody else. and they don't Yeah, but you don't know any of that until the prequels no, come but out. I'm say- no, I understand that, but I'm saying it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a saga. It's a saga. And this, William Shakespeare was all about sagas, man. So just imagine now. So now. let me ask you this. Let me, let me pose this question. We're on, we're on Star Wars, but the last Star Wars, what was it? That, what was the name of the last one? The, the, the Rise of the Jedi? Yeah, Rise of Skywalker. So, is that it in the story? Or they make another one ever? No, they yes. said, this well, they're going to make ago. more movies, but that's the last of the Skywalker saga. And it's bullshit because the books say different. This one's I don't see the last, just like it wasn't the last. No, but that's what I'm saying. How do you have books out? You have fucking written literature, written literature that says this is not the end. You still have a more of a story going because on. Because you're making movies. You don't have to keep following that. You can go off on another storyline. No, you can't. If you if your books say one thing, you can't. No, 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 no. no. You're not you're not understanding thing. what I'm saying. You can go off and focus on another storyline of the series and not right. focus on no. the Skywalkers. Right. No, I get that. I get that. Which is if what you, they're saying they're gonna do. No, they're not. They're saying that they're still gonna go off of the Skywalker saga. They're just doing it in a different way. They're just ending that part of the saga. That's right, it. but they're saying that that they're you have inter- books that say differently. That it defeats the fucking point. Well, but but you can get into you know you got Star Trek that does that, Star Wars that does it. You got a lot of different. That's not what you said. You're saying. If it's the end of the saga, or end of the saga. It is the end of the saga. Of They're not going to make saying, any more not, Skywalker it's not, films. It's, it's not the end of the saga because the books say differently. Then why I, would you make the books? That's well, the I'm books saying. and the films are the same. That's what he's saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, why would you make? Why would you have everything the same with, compared to the books and the movies, books and movies, books and movies? And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, the movies say this is the end, but the books go on another fucking ten fucking goddamn books of the same fucking saga. That didn't right. make no sense to I, me. I just think that you don't have to necessarily. Uh, I'm glad that they're break. I'm I'm ready for them to break away from this storyline. Uh, 
So because we're next? nine movies in, I'm ready to okay, break so away. So my question is, what what are they going to go to next? What's next? There's tons of stuff. They they introduced the Mandalorian to wild success. That's They're, not going to be a movie though. That's a series. This is I, I I get hey, what I'm hey, saying. Hey, Yoda. They need to go off Yoda. Give me some Yoda oh, stuff. Oh God, no, they're not going to go on Yoda. They came in, They haven't even identified what Yoda is in the canon. It, it, it's a beautiful thing. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our last topic of the night. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. That's a good one. Joe Rogan and Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith needs to shut UFC up. UFC 246. <laughs> Conor McGregor. Destroys, I think we can all agree, destroys Cowboy Cerrone. But he didn't uh-huh. do nothing. He didn't show nothing. <laughs> did you pay? Are you one of the people who paid 60 bucks to watch that shit? Because I, no, I did not. I watched it the I, next day uh, on YouTube for free. That's what Stephen exactly. said. And I left out all those suckers who did. He's like, he kicked the guy's ass in 40 seconds. Uh, okay, ugh. so when, I, when you got to compare two careers, there's two careers at stake here, right? Stephen A. Smith, great sports commentator, right? But he has no idea about physical combat sports. Really, he really doesn't. He doesn't comment on anything but football, basketball, baseball, and a lot of football, pretty much. That's all he does. And then you got Joe Rogan, whose whole fucking career has either been comedy or combat sports. <laughs> Why on God's green earth would you ever go against somebody whose whole fucking career has been about combat sports? And then you got Stephen Smith who's saying some stupid shit like, uh, I, I don't even, I, I can't even. Stephen well, you know, Smith just ESPN is to blame for some of that because they threw him into the whole boxing thing before. They, 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 he's such a big personality. And, and, and kudos to him. I, I do think he talks a lot. And, you know, he has his first take, and that's been well and successful. They debate, they argue. You know, he he usually owns most of that. But um, he doesn't know anything about, know about that sport. I don't know about the sport that much. Not nearly as much as someone that should be covering it. And I think ESPN set him up for failure. And Joe Rogan just called him out and said, "Hey, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, and he's yeah. wrong." For discrediting mm-hmm. both fighters, and, and and then Stephen A. responded to him, and it was like made himself even look worse. It was terrible. No, you know what made him look worse when he posted that video of him doing fucking shadow boxing, and then he did that weird uh, ass uppercut. Yeah. That's what made him look stupid. He was hitting like kneecaps coming up. Yeah, and hit- all right, so so if if you guys haven't heard, Joe Rogan and Stephen A. Smith are arguing because. Stephen A. Smith made a lot of comments after the Conor McGregor uh, Cowboy Cerrone. He mentioned things like that he was disgusted with Cerrone's uh, atrocious performance. He said that he came in and that he wasn't prepared. And all Joe Rogan, I think, was trying to say was is that you don't know what you're talking about. You have to give a different level of respect to this with this, like we said, combat sport, hand-to-hand sport than you would give to basketball or football or things like that. Someone doesn't give up. If they get their nose broken and their orbital broken and all that kind of stuff, they're not giving up. 
No, they're stopping fighting because that shit hurts. It hurts right. so much you can't fucking function. Stephen F. Exactly. Stephen never has had his nose broken. I have. That shit fucking will stop you dead ass. Like you will stop doing whatever you're doing just to break. My nose is broken. Holy shit. A broken orbital? I cannot even imagine how much pain that is. Because it's you're literally breaking like if you feel your skull right here, you'll feel that little curve right there. Imagine cracking that. Yeah. It's painful. You're gonna stop doing whatever you're doing, like, oh my god, this hurts. So imagine getting kicked in the face repeatedly or punched in the face repeatedly in that same spot where you just got something broke. You're gonna stop. Stephen F. A. needs to shut the fuck up. That ass. He really does. You just you just stop talking. And Jeff, you know, looking at this. I I think that Stephen A. Smith he knows what he's talking about. There's there's no doubt in my mind he knows what he's talking about. He he has been around for years. He's been a reporter. No one is testing his credentials. Right. I think what's being tested here though is going. Look, you do basketball. You do this. You do that. You don't understand what you're talking about here. And we're talking about Joe Rogan, who has been an MMA fighter, who has been a commentator for years, who has a podcast where when the MMA fights are over, he brings those MMA fighters to his podcast to talk about what happened. He not only knows what it's like to be in that fight, but he also knows what the thought process is with those guys after a fight, after a big fight. And by him saying that uh, Cowboy came to that fight not prepared at all. No, I think the exact opposite. I think McGregor hasn't had a win in three years. He had the thing with Mayweather that he came into this fucking thing like, I got this and I got to bring my name back right. And I think that's why he wasn't rude in the pre-fights like he normally is. I think that's why he went up to Cowboy after the fight. I think that's why he went up to his grandma after the fight because he knew being the businessman and the fighter that he is, if I don't take this shit seriously and I don't do what I'm supposed to do, I'm out of here. This is yeah. my paycheck. And if I don't do so, what I'm supposed to do in this one, this is going to be over soon. Did you see? He was actually training that whole fucking shoulder check. He trained them. That little right. shoulder check he kept doing. Broke his training in it. That's a fighter, bro. That's somebody who watched the tape of his opponent and like, yo, this guy does this a lot, this guy does this a lot. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna clinch him and I'm gonna keep throwing this fucking shoulder into his fucking nose until it fucking breaks. You know? He, well, what, what, he, went, on, he went on to say that he went four months without drinking because of this right. fight. Four months without so, drinking. So I think McGregor, you know, you go through all this legal stuff. Uh, you know, he's bigger than the world. He's making money. He's doing all this. The guy got humbled. The guy was humbled in a lot of different ways. And when you're humbled and, and you brought him down to earth and you got to go back to your roots, what got you there fighting. And, and that's the thing is McGregor, from what I understand, is he, he's not a bad guy. He, it's a lot of it's a show. Um, he's normally respectful. He, he got that way from very humble beginnings. You know, these fancy suits or whatever and all this loudmouth crap. That's what he does. It's part of the sport. It's part of the entertainment. But the dude's humble is scared. And what I thought was interesting is after 
after all this Stephen A stuff, he came out and defended Cowboy and was like, don't you disrespect a fighter, Absolutely. Stephen <laughs> you owe him an apology. That guy was, was ready just like me. He just got his orbital ball. <laughs> really? He wasn't ready? You're being disrespectful of the sport. You owe him an apology. Yeah, and really? I think Connor sticking up for a guy like that says a lot about what's going on with him now. And he's a good spot. Well, and and, and to go further than that, though. you know, Connor said that he needed to apologize for that. And then, of course, we have Nate Diaz that pops up and says that that they're being rude to Stephen A. Smith. No, the, the, Connor is exactly right. This guy trained. This guy lost. He did it in a very classy way. Connor did it in a very classy way. And it's people just like we talked about, about TMZ and stuff. The, if you can make a story out of nothing, that's where you're going to get the blast from. Yeah, I agree. And so if we can say, oh, Connor was so disrespectful. No, he went to him. He congratulated him. He told him great fight. He loves him as a competitor. He went over to his grandma and said, you raised a great man. You did this. You did that. He wasn't. He was not the Connor McGregor of past. Yeah, and he's changed. He changed totally. exactly. And for people to step in and say, "Oh, he wasn't ready," and he wasn't. No, Connor That's knew. I better take this shit seriously, or this gravy train's ending soon. Because Cowboy would have knocked him out. Yeah, I absolutely. I think. I think if they would have never kept clinching like they did, and uh, McGregor would have never did that shoulder check thing he was doing, Cabo would have broke the clinch and just. Went to town on because Cowboy is a knockout king. That's what he does. He knocks out people. So he was prepared, man. And, and you saw his emotion afterward and how he handled himself. Uh, he, the guy was ready and he took it serious. And and he knew it was make or break. If he didn't win that fight, and, and not only that, if he didn't handle himself right, it, it wasn't going to be good for him. It really mm-hmm. wasn't. Well, all yeah. I gotta say is, Stephen A, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. Keep the sports that you know, and that's it. And, and I'm not, and actually, I can't stand first day they manufacture arguments just for the damn sake of argument. Can't it always ends up stand about the Stephen A. It's okay though. It always ends up well, my whole thing is Stephen A. is is the TMZ equivalent of sports to me. Yeah, he is there. He is yeah. there to. Make uh, every time, every time. It doesn't matter if a if a TV is running in the office, and <clears throat> it has ESPN playing, and you walk by and Stephen A. Smith, I can promise you, he's yelling or saying a controversial statement to see if he can get people to disagree with him. And to me, that's not. You know, he he talks so much to Joe Rogan about I've been a reporter for this many years and I have the backing and I have all this. You are. I don't care if you have that right now. You are a glam guy. You just want to make the statements that are going to make people fight with you. You're not going to say anything that that would just be like, wow, Sarone really got beat tonight. Uh, Connor came in looking strong, blah, 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 blah. No, you're going to say something controversial that's going to make people. And he even said it in his response video. Look at the numbers. It's the most looked up thing. It's the most this, it's oh, yeah. the most that. 
That's all I care about. He's Howard Stern. He's Simon Cowell. He's the yeah. shock jock. Oh, my God. Let me say some crap to get attention on me. And that's what it's about. Yeah, absolutely. So in, in, we're all in agreement. Fuck Stephen A. Um, at the end of the day, fuck him. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I can see everyone starting to fade. Uh, yeah, especially I'm, I'm Chris. Tired, I, Chris, I think you just fell asleep on camera. I did. Yeah, I think so. So uh, I think I did we got it and through. I woke up, so that's that's a caveat on itself. There you go. I, I think we got through a lot of topics tonight. Uh, I think we'll we'll do this on the regular if we can. People have crazy schedules, but I would love to do this. This was this was a great discussion about all this stuff. We get a lot of different ideas. Uh, guys, we're gonna do this as much as we can. Uh, we're working on, like we said, uh, people to sponsor the show and to give us our alcohol for free. Uh, give us fucking stay awake pills, caffeine pills. Barely, well, you got to, you know, excuse me, as I yawn, you got to know that um, it, it's pretty late here. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to do, so we want to get in and get this done for the week. And, and I think these were valid topics to talk about. Uh, I think this is a lot of what's going on. I think this is a lot of what, what people are talking about, and, and we're glad to do it. So, Guys, you got anything you want to say at the end? Watch anime. I enjoyed it, Chris. Your trip, man. Yeah, watch anime, you fucking losers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to watch anime. So, guys, thanks for joining us this week. This is the Double Speak Studios, and this is Dads That Drink. We get together every week, either Friday or Saturday, whichever our schedule will allow, and we talk about the things that we feel is on everyone's mind. So, thanks for joining us. That's Chris. That's Jeff. I'm DJ. This is the Double Speak Studios. This has been Dads at Drinks, and this is what we do. See you guys later.